Hey guys, this is Chris and Megan from Tap the Craft. I'm excited to tell you about a new company that we've partnered with called Hopcloth. Hopcloth is based in Tampa, Florida, and they produce some of the best craft beer apparel around. They have great designs such as the Drink Beer From Here series, supporting all 50 U.S. states, as well as other great designs to show that craft beer is not alcoholism, it's a hobby. There are tees, tanks, and hoodies for men, women, and your newborn future beer lovers. We personally own a handful of their shirts, and we can attest they're super soft and comfortable. You can find their website at www.hopcloth.com, or check out our Facebook page for links. What community sounds like? Stay away. Hello, craft beer friends, and welcome to another episode of Tap the Craft Podcast. I am Denny Luce, coming to you from Boise, Idaho, and my partner in craft and brewery owner in Columbus, Ohio, is John Ream. And how are you doing tonight, John? Uh, I'm sore. You're sore? Um, oh, yeah. We, uh, we moved this weekend. You know, I had oh. mentioned before we had the project, and this past week I've been busting my tail to, to get ready and get in because Kristen decided we were moving. So uh, we've we've moved, and now I'm completely worn out. So okay, well happy hopefully. to be sitting and having a beer though. Yeah, yeah, have a beer, and uh, while you drink that beer, let me introduce our other host. Joining us once again is our Wells Bro from Tampa, Florida, Mr. Chris McKenzie. And how are you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, Denny. Guys, how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. As as you two know already, we've already talked. I am well lubricated, so all of our listeners out there, guess what? Please uh, clarify that. Lu- <laughs> <laughs> lubricated uh, in beer. I've been drinking okay. quite a bit of, uh, you know, cider and beer uh, today, and uh, a little bit late getting started on our on our show because uh, unexpected plans happen. We're hanging out with my friends, and when you you know when you hang out with friends, sometimes you just throw. You know, everything out the Your out responsibilities the yeah. aside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And you know what? It's so easy to text you guys and say, hey, I'm going to be a little bit late and continue on with my fun let you guys suffer. Uh, uh, you know, John, we should really just start responding back and just saying it's unacceptable and, you know, we're just... Yeah. I, I don't know. I think feel like we have two weeks to change our numbers. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, hey, since we're all doing great, Let's get this show rolling. But before we go into the content of the show, let's just explain to all the new listeners out there that might be listening for the first time what Tap to Craft is all about. We are an educational podcast. We focus around celebrating all things craft beer. We want to help all of you guys along in your craft beer journey. And in this episode, this is episode 88, we're recording on Sunday, December 3rd, 2017, and we will be discussing our top five dark ales of 2017 and if we have time we will finally talk about this article that we've been holding on to for the last couple episodes uh hopefully we'll have time it's about malt malt's great and there's some uh stuff going on about malt that we might be interested in in the craft beer industry but before we get into that content let's go ahead and talk about what is in our glass tonight so chris what are you drinking tonight so tonight from Clown Shoes, 
Clown Cheese Brewing in Massachusetts. I'm drinking there the Barista. It's a breakfast brown ale okay. brewed with espresso, oatmeal, and lactose. Oh, so it's like a milk, like a milk uh, breakfast. It is, yeah. and it's um, a <laughs> little lighter on the coffee, but a little sweet, and uh, really enjoying this one. I picked this up at a local bottle shop, just kind of on a whim, because it was eight bucks. And, uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, because it was eight bucks, does that mean it was like cheap? Eight bucks to me it, is not cheap. Well, it is a bomber. Yeah, but still I, not cheap. Yeah, I, okay, I mean, so. Eight. You gotta remember, eight he's used to paying twenty twenty five a pop. Every <laughs> That's week. true. I, I mean, an eight dollar bomber is kind of cheap, I guess. Okay, okay. So for Tampa prices, eight bucks is cheap. Gotcha. Yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah. Um, so I bought it on a whim just because it's uh, from Clown Shoes, and they've recently started to distribute down this way, and I was happy to see them show up in the area. Yeah, and they have great labels. What's on the I label love their labels. Uh, on the label of this one, there is a female barista. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's wearing a brown apron. She has angel wings. She's in the middle of a coffee shop. And she actually have has uh, knee-high clown shoe boots on. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, and then, you know, there's just a bunch of people standing in line waiting for their coffee to be made. And she looks like she's making a cup of coffee for someone. Okay. All right. Sounds great. But yeah, their labels are fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, John, what are you drinking tonight? So, tonight I have uh, an offering from Rheingeist, uh, which I'm going to attempt to say it. <laughs> uh, the Mushushu. Yeah, good job. Mushushu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a dark ale blend, is how it's described, uh, with coffee, chocolate, and vanilla. And... Uh, this thing is delicious, um, and uh, is it's it's at least put itself in honorable mention for our discussion tonight. Oh just my on my uh, little bit of sips here that I've had, um, but the chocolate comes across gr- just beautifully in this, and uh, it finishes off with the vanilla. Uh, the coffee's uh, a little bit lighter um, relative to those two, but it it's still uh, very very smooth and. Nice little sipper to end the day. So, um, but yeah, and it's barrel aged. I think bourbon barrel aged. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. So, how about you, Denny? Well, now I feel bad because I drank my coffee beers yesterday, last night. I should have saved them for tonight. I could have been joining right along with you guys, but I didn't know the theme of the show was coffee beers. I guess I should have known that because I think my dark ales might have a theme to it that we'll discuss later. But I'm not doing that. I'm drinking the Schutz Jubilee because it was in my fridge at arm's reach. And when I got back from my <laughs> little beer drinking fun, I just grabbed the first beer out of the fridge. And it was Jubilee because I keep that beer at this time of year in my fridge at all times. It's a good one. It's That's a horrible reason to drink that beer. Uh, well, hey, it's just drinkable. <laughs> I love it. So that's that's what I'm drinking. But you guys are definitely stepping the show up to a higher level than what I'm providing. So I'm glad to have you guys here to keep the show at a high level. Yeah, I've been seeing Jubilee around. I just haven't picked it up yet. What? So. Come on, man. Join the hey peer pressure. Join the join the fun, cool crew. 
Yeah, I'll talk about why I'm not doing it yet. Okay. In a little bit. All right. All right. Say, so, hey, Chris, have you done anything fun since our last recording? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't done anything beer-related fun, but uh, we went kayaking today and um, fighting off a little sunburn. I forgot to put sunscreen on today. Um, oh. <laughs> come on. I had to get that weather talk in there somewhere. <laughs> so it's actually sunny in Tampa? It's not uh, snowing or wind cold? No. No? No. High of 83 today, nothing but sunshine. It's oh getting annoying. Gosh. Wow. Uh, so we went out kayaking today with a friend of ours and then, you know, kind of cruised around Tampa Bay. And then, uh, on Friday we went out and celebrated a friend's 33rd birthday and, um, the founder's dirty bastard was flowing like water. Uh, so it was a very good Friday night. Wow. That is not a beer to flow like water. So yeah, (laughs) that's impressive. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, that's, that's pretty much been my excitement, uh, other than, you know, work stuff and, uh, yeah, that, that's it. Okay. John, anything fun for you? So I mentioned, uh, we moved mm-hmm. and this past Friday I was trying to finish all the painting in the kitchen. And, uh, <laughs> this is the last thing that I absolutely had to do before we got into the house. And, uh, Kristen was supposed to come and, and help roll some of the walls. And, uh, so I had contacted her and said, Hey, are you out of work yet? Said, yeah. Said, okay. I need you to come over here. It's like, well, I got to stop to make it. Ah, fine. So uh, delayed. And then she shows up the, with a big box. I was like, what are you doing? What's that? It's like, I see your advent calendar. Ooh. Like, oh. So the beer advent calendar has returned. And uh, I did not expect that uh, this year just because we've been so busy. But my wife is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, so this beer that I'm drinking tonight, the Mushushnu, I'm, I'm adding letters now, but uh, that's, that's my Advent beer for the day. Um, and I've had a couple others that I'll talk about uh, when we talk about our new and noteworthy. But uh, yeah, so rocking the, uh, the beer Advent calendar again. So you can follow along on Twitter because I post a picture of them each day as is tradition. Oh, yeah. So, but looking forward to you know, 22 more days. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife is awesome. I'm jealous once again for like the fifth year in a row that uh, I don't have an advent calendar, beer calendar. I mean, we posted an idea on, on the Facebook page. Yeah. could have made one. Yeah. But it came late. I didn't have, I mean, I literally had a day to make it or have my wife make it. And that's a lot of Pringles. That's a lot of Pringles. (laughs) (laughs) I, I fail to see the problem because once you pop, you just don't stop. So I know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, or you could always just use like a regular cardboard tube. You don't have to eat all the Pringles, but that's that's lame. Yeah, you need a lid too. Gotta have yeah. a lid. <laughs> Anywho, Denny, what have you been up to? Well, you know what? I've had a great two weeks. I got to celebrate Black Friday at Payette again this year for like the fourth or fifth year that I've done the the Payette Black Friday, which I love that event. And again, this year was fantastic. Um, not much to say. I've talked about it before. What I will say is that there was one beer that I had that um, surprised me because this brewery 
I've had a lot of their IPAs, and they do a lot of North uh, or New England IPAs, and they're all really good. And that's Revision Brewing out of Reno, uh, Nevada. And I've talked about their beers on the show that, hey, this brewery is really, you know, come strong into Boise and has some great offerings. Well, guess what? They came to pay up Black Friday, and they brought a stout and an imperial stout and it was actually really good and i really enjoyed it so they not only thrive in ipa but they also do well in other styles too so the the revision brewing darkling stout was my highest rated beer of the payette black friday event um four and a half caps on that i'm being a little stingy because a lot of the beers that i tasted were ones i've had previous years but this is you know, it's 2017, so you, it's a new year. So you, you know, kind of start from scratch. Uh, and this one was my favorite of the night. So I just wanted to shout out Revision Brewing. If you guys can get Revision in your area, uh, try their beers. They're they're really good. Nice, yeah. I'm gonna have to come out for Thanksgiving some year. <laughs> for this, sure. This event, this event is, just sounds awesome every time you talk about it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a. I mean, I went ahead and picked up the. The Imperial package or whatever it was, the the Payette Imperial package, it included all three bombers of the three 12-gauge stouts that they offered, which is the regular 12-gauge Imperial stout, the 12-gauge Imperial stout, barrel-aged salted caramel, and the barrel-aged Mexican chocolate. Um, All three of those beers are fantastic. The Mexican chocolate is, is really good. I'll probably buy more than the bottle I already have. I'll probably buy a couple more bottles because everyone in my family loves it. My daughter loves it. My wife loves it. I love it. Even the salted caramel was is a is a very good uh, rendition of that 12 gauge uh, imperial stout. So I got the three bottles plus the uh, six drink tokens. Uh, I went ahead and had a couple of my wife's drink tokens because i got her a package too that includes six tokens and i had one of my daughter's tokens because i cut her off uh, at five because she was feeling the buzz of the high octane beers a little bit sooner than expected i thought she'd be able to handle six beers i was wrong uh, she still she does good i mean she was able to to do four four or five and she was still doing pretty good but uh, i think you know, when you're drinking 10 to 10 plus percent beers, you know, they kind of, you know, they they, they come quickly to uh, making you a little bit tipsy. So I had to take take a token away from her. But hey, that was my benefit. I got to benefit from that. Stealing yeah. everyone's tokens. <laughs> yeah. Gives, Sarah has to give up her beer. And then now you're taking your daughter's beers. I, I don't know about you anymore, Denny. Well, it's just, you know, it's, it's paying the dues. Paying yeah, it's, the not, dues. it's not really that big of a deal. <laughs> Is it like a tag? one that, that's actually using them. So yeah. everyone else just goes and gets their beer anyway. That's true. That's true. Everyone else was getting free beers. Yeah. I was actually using the $4 tokens. So, yeah. But, yeah, if you guys are always welcome to come and visit Boise. Have Thanksgiving dinner at my place. My turkey's great. My stuffing's great. Everything, all the fixings are great. Come Enjoy Thanksgiving with us, and then enjoy Black Friday, uh, a great event, big beers. Uh, a lot of my friends showed up. We had a great time. But that wasn't it. 
uh, yesterday, or actually Friday, I met up with one of our listeners, uh, John Surrey, and he's from Utah, and he comes to Boise because his fa- his wife has family here in the area, and every time he comes, I, we, we try to hook up, and we, you know, sometimes uh, it just doesn't work out. This time, he gave me enough warning. I said, yeah, I'm in town. Let's meet up. We met up at Payette. Again, we went to Payette Black Friday, and now we're meeting up on uh, the, the following Friday for some beers. Had a fantastic time. We just chatted for three hours. We, we talked and, uh, and drank beers. And what made it even better is that we were drinking. We had three beers each. Uh, the Salted Caramel 12-Gauge was one of the beers we had. We, shared, we, we each had a glass of that, um, plus a couple others. And we go to pay our bill, and guess what? They messed up our tab and said, you know what? The beers are on us. And so we left there getting our beers for free, which is even a better deal. So, hey, it's a win-win. I got to spend a great time with one of our listeners, and I got to get free beer. So what more can you ask for? More free beer. More free beer? Okay. Okay. You could ask for his drink tokens. (laughs) No, Denny will just take those yeah, <laughs> or make right. up some excuse. Uh, I'm going to have to cut you off. You've, you've, you've had, had too, too much. many beers. Yeah, you've had too much. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, okay. Enough Enough belittling me. John, let's oh. go into – let's go <laughs> in and beat up on you a little bit. How is Trek Brewing coming along? You mentioned last week that you're about ready to brew beer. So where are you at? Yeah, so last time I mentioned we had our state inspection. Um, so we're just waiting on getting that turned around, and uh, we're still waiting. Um, with the holiday in there, I expected it to take a little longer than their normal you know, turnaround time. So I'm hopeful that we'll hear something this week, and maybe by the time this, this airs, we'll have heard something, and you know, this will all be for naught. But uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get something on that. Um, otherwise, uh, also do the holiday, not a lot of work in there. And I haven't done a lot of work over there cause we're getting moved in, getting ready to move in. So, uh, but the front of the building has been painted. Okay. Um, and, uh, I think some of those in progress pictures have gone up and I think we'll have a completed picture here by the time this goes, goes live at least. Um, but looking good. And, uh, Along with that, we're finalizing plans uh, to actually get uh, going on the patio. We think all the hurdles are out of the way. So um, we're hoping that we might be able to get that done before the weather gets too cold. Um, otherwise, we'll have to wait till spring. Mm. So, um, but we'll see on that one as, it, as we tree, progress. The street, the tree is still up or is the tree down? Well, that's, the tree's still up. It's supposed to come down this week. Okay. Um, and uh, we've, we're close to finalizing an agreement um, with uh, folks that'll do the, the demo and the pouring of the, the new pad. Okay. So, but uh, it, it's largely weather dependent at this point. So uh, if, you know, sudden cold front comes through, uh, the whole thing might get shelved. Um, mm-hmm. Except for the tree, and that can still come down this yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, dependent. But yeah, it can come down anytime. Yeah, so uh, the front of the building is going to look a whole lot different. Um, well, it already does with the paint, but even more different. 
Um, but apart from that, we've had a lot of tile work um, done. Uh, uh, tile work in the the new ADA bathroom uh, has been completed. Um, getting up a basically a, a feature wall in there with some tile um, that worked really well with the, the new floor in there and everything. So it's looking good. And we got the tile all pieced back together in the the old kitchen that will the part of the kitchen that will still remain a food prep area. So uh, that's all put back together now. No more holes in the floor. So mm. I'm happy for that. So okay. Yeah, other than that, we still got some plumbing stuff going on, but uh, we've had some few more inspections uh, for. A couple of the mechanicals, so we're getting close to wrapping up all the actual construction. So. Okay. Did did you get your forklift? I did. Oh, yay! We did get the forklift. Um, yeah, that's thanks for reminding me because that's a, that was a quite a story. Um, so we get I, I arranged uh, to get a trailer that could handle the forklift. Um, as being an electric forklift, uh, there's a lot of weight sitting in with that battery, yeah. um, sitting in the back of that forklift. Um, so I arranged guy, uh, had a, a 12 ton trailer, which was more than enough of what we needed, but you know, always good to have, have a little extra, you know, capacity. Mm-hmm. So we, we get there, it takes a, a little doing to get the, uh, get everything lined up right so that the, a forklift could get get up. Uh, it was losing traction on the uh, on the wood, uh, yeah. trying to climb, so we couldn't quite do it. So we managed to get uh, the right angles between the ramp down from their building and up onto the trailer that that made it work. And so I'm driving the forklift up onto the trailer, and then I hear, <laughs> and the back end of the forklift drops, and I'm stuck. Because as we were coming up, the back tire of the forklift, because um, it's a three-wheel forklift, so there's one tire in the back oh, that's yeah. sitting beneath the battery that's the heaviest, heaviest part of the forklift, and it managed to just edge off the other board and get all of its weight on a single board <laughs> and crushed it oh. um, and fell through. So the guys in the neighboring uh, unit brought their forklift over to try to help pop it up so we could get it out. No doing. Um, so guys who had the trailer like, hey, we got we to gotta hoist back to the shop. We're, we don't think this thing's going anywhere. We're going to you know, lash it down, uh, get it back over to the shop, which was a 25-mile you know, drive, um, and basically just hope that it doesn't break any more boards on the way. Um, is they're going to use the hoist to get it up off the trailer and, you know, get a steel plate under it so that it'll distribute the weight. Like, okay. So I'm following them all the way back. Uh, then they, we get back and they take a wrong turn. I'm like, this is not the way to their shop. <laughs> and uh, they pull in a gas station like, Hey, so turns out our, our hoist can't lift this thing. Oh. So going over to, to uh, another, you know, uh, construction crew friend of ours uh, who's going to use their heavy equipment to get it out. Um, so we get over there and they pull out their huge boom lift um, 
you know, so you, when you have a forklift stuck, you get it out with a bigger forklift. forklift. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so they basically lined up behind our forklift, uh, extended their fork right up into the rear end of our forklift and popped it up, moved it over a bit, started setting it down, but they were setting it down. So the tire was again on one board and you could hear it just starting to break. And everyone's like, up, 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 up. And I get it up and I just hold it there while we put some stuff underneath it. So they did, we got it back. It's in the brewery. It's safe and sound, but it was quite an ordeal. So, um, but I've never been so nervous right after handing over a hefty check. Yeah. Um, you know, that, oh, great. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, um, but it's there and it's gonna, it's gonna help me unload some stuff this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So John, you, uh, or Kristen released an article about being family friendly. So I noticed some photos of the kids in an area. Is that a special area that you guys are building for like kid friendly um, zone for when people bring their fam- you know, families bring their kids to the brewery? You guys have a spot that the kids will be able to play in? Yes. Um, so we uh, took an old uh, server station mm-hmm. um, that was in the brewery and demoed that out and extended it a little bit to make it a little bigger. And, uh, that's going to be our, our kids area. Nice. So we put in a, a little like low bar top type thing mm-hmm. along one edge. It'll mm-hmm. be a place, uh, you know, color or draw or whatever. Um, we'll have stuff in there for that. Uh, it's going to be a chalkboard all around oh, the yeah. entire area. Um, and we've got a, a train table, um, to sit in there as well with, uh, cars and trains and stuff that can cool. be driven all over it. Um, and we'll see how that space evolves as we, as we go. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, single, single door, you know, so you, it's easy to watch to see in and out <laughs> what your, your kids are doing. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, and just a half wall. So really if you're nearby, you can see into there. Yeah. So. No, I thought that was a great idea, and I, I thought, yeah, a little kid area, how the kids play, have fun, and, uh, you know, I like that idea. That's good. Yeah, we think it's going to be a good, a good addition. So, And uh, places that we've had the kids, whenever there's a, a little space for them, uh, they like to, to call it a hangout brewery. And so when we... Yeah when they kind of understood that we were opening a brewery, they asked if, if we were going to have a hangout brewery. Sweet. So, um, like absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, it sounds like things are coming along and we look forward to the report when you're actually brewing your first batch. So I'm hoping the Ohio state liquor commission or whatever they're called comes through and gives you permission to brew. So we can get some beer going in that location. Agreed. All right. Well, now I'm going to start with my noteworthy beers of last week. And I'm only going to talk about two because I had a lot of beers I had. But because now we got three guys on the show, I'm trying to make it a little bit shorter than usual. And the first beer I want to talk about is from Epic Brewing. And it's their New England-style IPA. They also codename this Citra Lush. 
And uh, this beer was really good. I am really enjoying these New England IPAs. I know that our friend out in Orlando, Mr. Kevin Page, he is all in to the New England IPA. And also our friend Tom Joseph in Virginia is also a big, huge fan of New England IPAs. And uh, I don't know. This was a good a good representation of that style from Epic Brewing out of Utah and also Colorado. I gave it a four and a half cap rating, so it's rates pretty high in uh, you know in, in a New England style IPA rating for me. So if you can find Epic's New England style IPA Citra Lush, go ahead and give that a, a try. I think you'll enjoy it. And the second beer that I had is one that I thought I had years ago, and maybe I did, but it was might be before I had Untapped because I didn't have it logged in Untapped. But this is from Founders Brewing. Again, everyone on this show is big fans of the Michigan Brewery Founders, and it's their uh, Curmudgeon Old L, and this is a a really well done Old L style uh, beer. Uh, that has some great characteristics, some great malt characteristics, some great barrel. I, I don't think they actually age in a barrel. I think they put oak chips in it. So it has a really nice oaky uh, character to it. Um, man, I really enjoy this beer. This is a beer I think also could age well. If you wanted to age this beer for a year and try it, I think it would really in- enhance it also. But even fresh, fantastic. Uh, a, a beer I enjoyed. I gave it a four and a quarter rating for our buddy Wes. I can't leave Wes out on those quarter <laughs> ratings. I know he loves those quarter ratings. But the, if you guys want to try something that's, I, I want to call it barley wine light. It's 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 the equivalent of like a barley wine, but a little bit lighter, I think, in the style. It's not so harsh. Uh, this is a great beer to try to get into the barley wine scene. Uh, old curmudgeon. Or curmudgeon ale, old ale. Uh, have you had this one, John? I don't remember if I saw if you rated this one or not. I don't think I have. Oh, well, it's out right now, so you should go grab a bottle and let me know what you think. Yeah, I haven't I haven't logged it, at least. Okay. The, yeah, I don't think I've had it. All right. Well, hey, I'm so. recommending it to everyone out there. Go try it and let me know what you think. So, John, what were your noteworthy beers? All right, so we'll go from uh, one uh, Mayhouse San Miguel partially owned brewery to another. Um, <laughs> since it was recently announced that uh, Avery just sold a 30% stake. Did they? Um, they did. I missed uh, that last news. week. Really? Yeah, so so they and founders have both sold a 30% stake to uh, Mayhouse San Miguel wow. out of Spain. So, um, But... Uh, the beer I'm going to talk about is uh, the Avery Coconut Porter, uh, which is a bourbon barrel aged porter with uh, coconut added. Uh, this was the the first beer of my advent calendar. Yes. Uh, so this was December first. This was that that beer that caused her to be late and uh, make me <laughs> angry. Um, but uh, it, it was, this was a, a very delicious beer. The coconut was very. Fleeting, I'll say it was very strong in the barrel, uh, with the barrel, but it was still, uh, you know, I, I, if you just said this is a 
bourbon barrel aged porter and say fantastic. But mm-hmm. when you say it's also coconut, uh, it, it you must, know, from the expectation standpoint, it dials it back a bit because it didn't quite meet that, that mark. But from time to time, you'd be like, Oh, there it is. Oh, and it's gone, yeah. you know, but, uh, just because the, the barrel, uh, kind of dominated the, the coconut character, but it was still a very, very nice beer and really enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah. it looked good. I, we can get some Avery here, not very much, but I'm looking for that one myself. Yeah, and they they just put out like five different variants, I think, of the Porter. Mm. I thought I saw somebody posting. So there's quite a few different ones, uh, and I don't know if they're distributing all of them everywhere or or what the deal is. But uh, so keep your eye out. Okay. Um. So then, uh, the next day. Uh, I actually got a four pack, which is a, a first. Um, and that's because we don't have a shop here that we can get <laughs> a lot of singles. Yeah. Um, so I got a, a four pack of, uh, nowhere in particular, um, batch 15 and, uh, nowhere in particular is, uh, one of the gypsy breweries. Okay. Uh, so they just kind of bounce from brewery to brewery. Um, and I think they're actually, an Ohio company. I think they're, they were formed at, out of Dayton. Um, and, uh, batch 15, it's a, it was a new England, uh, style IPA with, uh, brewed with lupulin powder, um, which is a new, uh, hop form that's yeah. going around. And actually that I actually used in my, my black IPA. That's, you know, the new fad. Oh, um, there, but uh, well, wait, you, wait, you didn't mention that. You, wait, you didn't mention that when Kevin Page was asking if you had anything special about your black IPA. You should have mentioned that you're using lupulin power powder. Power, yeah, the power, power. No. and power. <laughs> yeah, I was testing it out. I got a couple samples from a supplier at a at a trade meeting, um, and I was testing it out with it was a Citra um, powder, so. It worked really well. I was really happy with it. So we'll see how how that develops and how available that stuff is um, for somebody at my scale. Yeah. But um, but anyway, back to this uh, this beer, uh, the batch fifteen. It so I would say this is another one that um, it definitely was not a hazy beer. Um, it it was you know, relatively clear for something that's likely unfiltered, but you know, it was definitely not like the hazy juicy type thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it was very good. Uh, very dank, um, would be my, my description of it. And, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I just had another one, uh, earlier today. So, um, but got one more left to enjoy before it's gone. Yeah. I noticed when you posted a picture that I saw two cans, but now you said there's four cans and that's a special advent beer when you get four for one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a four pack that I was like the little (laughs) thing I took a picture of. So I just saw the two in the front, but um, I'll mention one more just because I haven't had a lot to talk about lately. So I'm going to take advantage of my time when I actually have beers and uh this is from mad tree out of cincinnati oh yeah and it's their citra high uh, ipa 
Um, it's a very bright, like, uh, it's got like neon green and orange and stuff on the can. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beer is very bright as well. Oh. It's delicious. Um, tons of citrus and tropical character to it. Uh, I think we're all, we're down to one left of those two, which I'll have to, to get before Kristen does. Um, <laughs> I'm selfish like that, but uh, yeah, been really enjoying this beer, and I might actually see if I can pick up some more, uh, just because it's been really good. But it's I, I get another one of those. It's in a four pack for six pack prices, so <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But no, but I, I still really enjoyed it. All right. Excellent. So, Chris, what are your noteworthy beers? So, I only have one noteworthy beer right now because a lot of the beer I've been drinking lately has been uh, repeats, stuff I've had before. Of course. Um, but on Thanksgiving, um, or right around Thanksgiving, I picked up a bottle of, man, I don't even know what that word is, Friends Fest Set and Setting Ephemerality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imperial Pale Lager. Okay. From Tampa Bay Brewing Company. Um, and I kind of, I, I literally bought it blind. Um, I saw that there were bottles in their cooler while I was walking around uh, at lunch. And the brewery is right down the street from where I work. And they just happen to have bottles in the cooler. So I grabbed one. Didn't mm-hmm. even look and see what style it was. Didn't even look what the beer was called. I just grabbed it. Um, a friend of mine wanted something that they something else that they had in the cooler too. So I was like, well, I'll get her stuff and then I'll get my bottle too. And it turned out being just an absolutely fantastic beer. Nice. Um, and not really huge on on the lagers, but uh it just worked out really good with Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. Well, good. Good. Now, you brought up a good point, Chris. We haven't talked about Thanksgiving dinner. So, did this is a beer you guys had that you had during your Thanksgiving feast. Okay. So my, my, um, my responsibilities when I go to parties or, uh, things like Thanksgiving dinner events, stuff like that is I'm supposed to bring the beer. Okay. Um, it, oddly enough, I have a degree from a culinary school <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm the one that brings the beer. Okay. Um, so I guess I, take that as a compliment as I have good taste in beer or people are telling me I can't cook one of the two. Um, but for the most part, yeah, that I, I bring, I just bring beer and in the cooler of, I don't know, probably 20 or 30 bottles of whatever I brought. Um, that was in there and okay. I wanted to drink it. It was, it was really good. Was there anything special that you brought for like a toast of Thanksgiving? Um, not specifically for a toast. I mean, we did crack open a couple of bottles. Um, I had a, a bottle of Hunapu okay. from, from 2017 or yeah, from this past year, um, that we, we drank, um, just cause we had a handful of friends in town from Ohio that had never tried it before. So mm-hmm. we wanted to, wanted to let them try that and, um, trying to think if there was anything else special in there but i i mean i had a little bit of everything some last snow from funky buddha oh, some yeah. beers from um from that uh sierra nevada multi-pack that we were talking about mm-hmm. on the last episode um megan had a couple of sours in there i mean we it was a little bit of everything nice 
Okay, so John, how about you? Did you have anything special for Thanksgiving dinner that you guys broke out? Uh, no. Um, and partly because I was pretty much the only one drinking beer. Um, <laughs> I, my in-laws aren't, aren't beer fans, and so they were having wine, and Kristen joined them in the wine uh, that night, so okay. it was mostly me. Okay. Uh, we did share beers earlier, but it was no, nothing... Uh, you know, that we had been like setting aside to save for, for the day or anything like that. So, okay. Okay. Well, I did, I, I drank, I broke open a, I, I don't remember. I think I mentioned it on the show, but I might have missed it. I know I posted it on the Facebook page, but at Costco, I picked up a, um, gift pack of Lindman's Lambic, uh, ales. And, uh, it had the, the uh, frambo fram what is it framboise frambois frambois yeah. and the peach peche how do you say that it's like it's basically the raspberry and the peach lambic beers That's and probably pesh pesh yeah that would okay. be mine the the frambois i know just because of, of raspberry beer. stuff okay frambois but i picked this this gift pack up for like 17 bucks it included two 750 milliliter bottles of Lambic, which is unheard of to get one bottle for that price, but it had two bottles and two nice specialty uh, flute glasses for 17 bucks. I posted it on the, on our Facebook page saying, Hey, this is a great deal. If you can pick it up, I recommend it. Now people give me and, you know, always make a comment that the, you know, who wants to buy, Expensive beer, that's only 2.5% alcohol, right? I mean, I get a lot of crap about it. The thing is, is at a Thanksgiving dinner where you don't want to get lit up, I've, I usually drink big Belgian ales at my Thanksgiving dinner. But you know what? When you start mixing high alcohol with your meal, it, you know, sometimes it gets kind of crazy. And we kept it I low know, I key. Find sometimes it helps depending on the company. Yeah, you know, it, it helps a lot. <laughs> it could help, but it could also get a little bit crazy. So this year, I went instead of opening up my big Belgian beers, I opened up my smaller Belgian beers, and I busted open both of these lambics. And I'll tell you what, it was a huge hit. Um, everyone enjoyed it. It was nice, fruity flavors. Uh, complimented the meal very well. Both the peach and the raspberry both were very well, re, you know, um, represented in, in the in the in the food, and I I felt pretty pretty good. I I enjoyed the beers. They taste great. Yeah, nobody wants to pay seventeen bucks for a two and a half percent beer, but I'll tell you what, these beers are top notch. They taste fantastic, and it's worth it. And I got two glasses. So regardless. You know, those glass, you know, glassware can be five, five to eight bucks for a glass. Let's say I, I paid eight bucks a piece. That's 16 bucks for the glass. I got the beer free. So it's a, it's still a great deal. And it was a fantastic compliment to our Thanksgiving dinner. And everyone was happy because normally we'll break open some sparkling cider and we'll drink that because, it, you know, it's, it goes well with Thanksgiving dinner. But this, this year, no cider was needed we had lambic beers to enjoy and uh, yeah so that's what we did for thanksgiving so any listeners out there let us know if you had a special beer 
for Thanksgiving that you'd like to share with us that went well with your Thanksgiving dinner? And, of course, mention what it went well with. Did you have ham or did you have turkey or both? Uh, Let us know how it complements the meal. All right. Well, now it's time for some feedback from our great listeners out there. And we got a couple voicemails. Yes, we did. I'm telling you what. Somebody or a couple people want to keep Chris on the show because we've got two more voicemails. So the first voicemail is from our buddy Tom Joseph out in Virginia. And let's listen to see what he has to say. This is Tom Joseph from Virginia. I've been lazy and haven't left much feedback lately. Nobody wants to hear my voice on a podcast, but I have to leave a message just to keep Chris on the show. I need an East Coast representation so I can hear about the beers I can actually get. Great show, guys. Keep up the good work. And long the shows. All right. Well, thank you, Tom Joseph, for your awesome voicemail. And it looks like Tom has a vote in to keep Chris on the show. What do you think about that, John? Misguided, but it's fine. <laughs> but he also makes comments that he appreciates that Chris can offer some East Coast representation. So, John, you're close to the East Coast. You know, are you able to step up your game to keep up with the East Coast uh, rep? Uh, probably not. No, no. Okay. No. Well, then I feel like a lot of the East Coast stuff that that Tom refers to is uh some of the stuff that chris probably gets in in trade or those type of things that are more of the highly sought after beers yeah ah, but, i don't trade yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well but but yeah well you know who knows i may surprise him from time to time okay i want to see those surprises i i mean honestly john you definitely surprised us when your aunt and uncle brought back some Vale beers for you. That was a shocker for me. And, and now that Tom is praising them and now you're praising them, I feel left out. I need to get some Vale beers for sure. It's come east. Yeah, come east. Right. All right. Well, thank you, Tom, for your voicemail. We really appreciate it. You did a great job. And our next voicemail, yes, we got two voicemails this week, comes from our buddy in Maryland, Mr. Chad Lamasa, and let's hear what he has to say. Hey, guys, it's Chad in Baltimore again. Um, just wanted to say I had a nice little chat with uh, Chris on Facebook Messenger uh, about a week or so ago. That was that was cool. Uh, so i definitely say keep him around. Uh, also, I had a quick question about uh, Untapped. I... I have a sort of an acquaintance, a friend of a friend who sort of irritates me. And I wonder if it's bad for him to just, um, you know, whenever he posts a beer that we have in common to when I post it after him to make some kind of little snarky comment, which we'll probably never see, but still. Uh, <laughs> it's just my little way of getting back at him for being annoying. Uh, keep up the great work. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Well, guess what? Chris has another vote to stay on the show. Thank you, Chad, for for getting your vote out there. Uh, so far, the only one that doesn't necessarily vote to keep Chris on with his voicemail was Mr. Tim Price. But we're not holding that against you, Tim. Well, uh, he didn't say no. not. He didn't say get rid of me either. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a point in his favor that he didn't, <laughs> you know, 
endorse you. Well, you're so. it's okay, Chris. You're actually your your keep you on the show is definitely has way more marks than keep you off the show. So, John and I will have to have a discussion, and uh, you know what? You might be on the show um, permanently because you got so much comments that people want to hear you on the show. So, are you okay with that? Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Okay. Then he's building up for a sad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? Chad also brings up a uh, a kind of funny point in the fact of using untapped. And I think we've all been in the position that Chad's been in where there might be somebody on untapped that you don't necessarily like. And when they post up, but you are kind of a friend because a friend is a friend and you just being nice, you want to have followers, you befriend this person too, but you really don't like them and you want to kind of be snarky when they check in the beers and say, yeah, you know, well, this beer is great except for, you know, Joe Blow, he can suck it or whatever. You know, I don't know what the comments <laughs> he's going to, he's going to put on there, but what do you guys think? Is it, uh, you know, if you are being snarky on untapped with the check-ins against another person on untapped, is that uh, good or bad? Is that good form or bad form? I think it would kind of depend on what you're using the account for. Like me personally, I don't use it for to see how many followers I can get. I use it to see what my friends are drinking and what mm-hmm. they're trying. Mm-hmm. So um, if there's random people, well, I don't want to call them random, but if there are friends that are on there and they're just being jerks about it well just throw out a snarky comment they can't handle it and they drop you as a friend well screw them yeah then you won't have to deal with it anymore exactly yeah yeah there there was actually um i'm gonna say this because i know she's not listening to the show but a friend of my wife's um i you know she likes beer and i turned her on to untapped and we, be, you know, she followed me, and I followed her, and I would, and like I am, like I, you guys know me, I like to comment on untapped check-ins, and if I have a beer that, you know, I see a beer that's on the check-in that I like, I'll comment, oh, that's a great beer, or I'll comment even if it's a beer that I don't like, I'll say, wow, that beer didn't, you know, didn't do anything for me, but maybe I have to revisit it, or you know, I'll make comments like like that, just being, you know, just myself not trying to be a dick about it. And this uh, lady would post beers and she was very hardcore with her Hefeweizens. She liked German Hefs. And the German Hefs had to have the characteristics of a German Hef. Now, even if it was a regular Hef, she would rate it against a German Hef that she had from Germany. And, you know, I'm not... I. I I don't know. If a good Hefeweizen is a good Hefeweizen, I'm going to say, hey, that's a good beer, regardless if it follows whatever, you know, characteristics that German Hefs have. If it's a good beer, it's a good beer. I, I can recommend, you know, I can recognize that. So I, I had made comments on some of her comments to beers that I thought were actually good beers. And it was all in jest, not being serious, just kind of, you know, being me. And... She didn't really appreciate me being me, and it basically turned out that she didn't want to follow me anymore on Untapped because I wasn't, you know, just like 
and I was being me and just making comments on the way I feel. I wasn't being snarky. I wasn't being negative. I was just making comments on beers that I enjoy or don't enjoy. Um, but it got taken wrong. And I think that happens a lot. And I, I hope people that follow me on Untapped realize that I just speak from my heart. And if I don't mean to offend anyone, if you love a beer that I don't love, it doesn't mean it's a bad beer. It just means that we have differing opinions, and it's okay. John and I have differing opinions, and we're still friends. Right, John? John's wrong. <laughs> Russ is real. Hashtag Russ is real. Yeah, and I'd say friend is a strong word, but <laughs> not getting carried away now. Okay, okay. So, um, Chad, do what you want to do, and if it makes you feel good then be snarky on his, on the comments that you make on the beer that this other guy checks into. But uh, if he unfollows you, don't take it personal. That's but as, as of right now, there's no way to monetize followers on Untapped anyway, so True. don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Chad, for your voicemail. We really appreciate your voicemails. And remember, everyone out there, you can also get your voicemails out to us. It's easy. Just call us at 208-536-3359. Or if you like to remember weird names, 208-53-ODDLY. Leave a voicemail. Let us know how you feel about the stuff we talk about. Or just leave a good drunk dial. Or a we, drunk dial. We love a good drunk dial. Yeah, like Kevin Page, right? I mean, I, I had one. <laughs> yeah. And like uh, Chris McKenzie. He had two. Yeah. He had two drunk dials. And, of course, there was the end of the show. So if you didn't listen to the end of the show, then you might have missed them. They made me laugh while I was sitting at work. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Good. All right. We had some other feedback besides voicemail. And, again, our buddy Tom Joseph at King Homes provided feedback on Twitter. He says, all shows should now include Chris and Hoppy Beers. Great show. And I know. I love you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Tom's great. He says, great show, and I know I have been lazy with my feedback, but who are all these people who want shorter shows? Really? They can't pause a show and listen later or listen at one and a half speed? He said, I left my voice message to support Chris. I encourage everyone to do the same, and I'm not doing this just so he will send me Hanapu. So, Chris, you need to send Tom some Hanapu. Uh, so we'll get our we'll get our new Hanapu on March 10th of this upcoming year. So. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I want to, I have to say is I do not recommend anyone listen to our podcast at one and a half speed. Why? Because I already speak fast enough as it is. If you put me at one and a half speed, it's like clown talk. I mean, come on, it's not. It's 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 like a, a comedy. You don't want to. Hear total funny Benny Hill comedy type stuff on the show, right? We're we're serious. Yes, absolutely professional, serious, no joke. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> All right. So, Chris, Tom also sent an email. He didn't even stop at the voicemail. He didn't stop at the Twitter. He also sent an email. So why don't you hit us up with this email? So Tom Joseph sent us an email. I need to get this done before I get lazy again. Here are my top hoppy beers. I chose only, or I only chose five star rated from this year and limit it to 
I can't talk (laughs) from this year and limited it to two Virginia beers for all the people in those other 49 states. (laughs) Cue the dog barking in the background. So the honorable mentions go to pretty much anything from Vail, Aslan and Triple Crossing. Come to Virginia and you won't be sorry. Well, except for the traffic. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Traffic is awful there. Um, so num- Tom's number five, The Alchemist, or uh, from The Alchemist, Focal Banger. Uh, he comments, very juicy. Glad I got to try it. Mm. Number four, from Treehouse, Bright. Right. Yeah. Um, he comments, I love Citra, and this was, a- this was amazing. I actually thought the first sip was off, and then I let it sit there for 10 minutes, and oh, so good. And the dogs are losing their minds in They're the fine. other room. They're fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that one's not fine. That one's not fine. No. Megan's got a hold of it. Um, uh, number three from Treehouse again, the doppelganger. And I'll back you up on this one. I've had this one. Mm. Um, I have only had three or four Treehouse beers, and they have not disappointed. Uh, number two from Vale, White Ferrari. Mm. Sometimes Vale gets overhyped on their beers, which is great when you are trading them for Treehouse <laughs> or Trillium. But this time the hype is warranted. So, so juicy and delicious. Nice. And the number one from Tom Joseph is from Triple Crossing, Valhalla. Mm. Uh, they released this twice in 2017. I checked it in both times as a five-cap rating. Yeah. For me, this is really what Northeast IPAs is and should be. Uh, enjoy the Christmas season. I doubt I will be submitting a top five dark beers. Not sure if I've had five all year. <laughs> Love the show. Hashtag keep Chris. Hashtag Russ isn't real. Yes. Wow. And, uh, and and no, Doubter. Russ is not real. He has not commented on the show. No voicemail, he's, no Twitter, no email, nothing. He's real, guys. I swear. <laughs> I mean, does he even have a Facebook page? Or <laughs> I mean, let's open one for him. Can we? Can we look at? <laughs> <laughs> now you know that would be fun. Tomorrow. <laughs> I know what I'm doing at work tomorrow. Uh, all right. I want to I want to see a Russ is real Facebook page. Don't tempt me. Uh, you know what? It's, it's happening. Let's do it. Dude, and we're I'm not going to hear from Chris for the rest of the episode. That's what he's actually going to do right now. He's so excited. <laughs> oh. Well, I have to do it now or I'll forget. Actually, I'll set myself an alarm. Okay. So, so I really appreciate Tom sending in his top five hoppy beers because as we all know, Tom loves hoppy beers. He loves the New England IPA and his number one triple crossing. Now I don't think I've heard of triple crossing brewing, but now that I've heard that triple crossing Valhalla is his number one hoppy beer of 2017. I need to find this brewery. Have you guys had any triple crossing or even heard of them before? No, not nope. at all. I'll trade you some Hunapoo for some. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You heard it, Tom. Hunapoo for some Triple Crossing. Valhalla. Make it happen. All right. So we had one other feedback from a listener. And John, 
why don't you hit us up with our feedback? Sure. Uh, so Scott Ricky emailed us and he said, first of all, I just wanted to say I'm really enjoying the show. I'm finishing up episode nine. Nine. So that shows how far back behind, <laughs> wow. how far behind I am. So yeah, Chris, he has no idea you exist yet. Nope. <laughs> nope. I, I think I started listening when you guys were like, I don't know, episode 20. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, he says, love the humor, love the fact that you guys may have different opinions mm -hmm. on things instead of just agreeing with each other. Uh, keep up the awesome job, and I hope to be caught up soon. Oh, yeah, and if you go on for longer than an hour, you'll get no complaints here. If you're ever in the Central Valley of California, let me know. Check out our local brewery, Dust Bowl, and maybe we can do some trades if they have anything that interests you. Talk to you later. Yeah. So, yeah. so he had some great comments. For one thing, John, what do you, I mean, I think this is what makes us so great is the fact that you and I disagree and it's okay. I don't think it makes us great. No, no, it does make us great because <laughs> we can have different opinions. Uh, Chris saw what I was doing there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you and I come from different thoughts of mine and just because, you know, the easy way out is to just agree with the other person or to not say anything. But you yep. don't hesitate to yep. to jump on and question the mm -hmm. fact that I have a differing opinion as you. <laughs> I appreciate it too. I like that's what keeps us fresh is that we aren't yeah. just a bunch of robots. Our fresh hot takes <laughs> arguing with each other. <laughs> but here's the deal: if Ricky or Scott, Scott Ricky, actually started from episode one. I am shocked that he made it to episode two. And if he made it past episode two, to finally hear what we are, almost what we are now, at episode three when I brought you on. And now, at episode 88, we've got Chris on. So we have Tentatively. Come, tentatively, Tent yeah. Right. We're still <laughs> right. working out the details. But, I mean, we've come a long way. And I'm really impressed that Scott has stuck it through the first nine episodes and loves what we do. I hope he loves what he, we do from episode nine to 88 and he keeps listening. So thank you. Scott, so in, se feedback. in September of 2019, when he gets to this episode, <laughs> Scott, thank you for listening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, Hey, thank you all for your comments and feedbacks. I, we really appreciate it. And if all the other listeners out there want to be like our great listeners who just left feedback, you can do it easily by contacting the show with your comments or questions. And you can reach us through email at tap the craft at gmail.com or on Twitter at tap the craft, just at tap the craft one word. And of course, I know Chris would love to comment back at you on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash tap the craft. We have a great page, a lot of interaction, and join the fun for sure. And of course, don't forget our voicemail line. You can call us at 208-536-3359. Or if you like to have a funny word association, it's 208-53-ODDLY with two Ds. Oddly, just leave feedback and you can have your voice on the show. 
And, of course, we want to thank Open Forum Radio Network for supporting our show. They provide the hosting space at openforumradio.com. And if you enjoy the content that John, Chris, and I put out, then we believe that you will enjoy these other great shows like the following. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft with Denny and John. Now, I know you're a crafty consumer. And if you would like to consume other great podcasts, check out OpenFormRadio.com. We house such podcasts as Opaform Radio Proper, The 40 Cast, Geeks for the Win, I Recommend, Just Press Start, The Married Gamers, Gamer Husbands Radio, The OMG Hour, Gamers Unscripted, Lost Treasures of Gaming, Primetime, My Peanut Gallery, and many, many more. And please remember to leave these fine fellas a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this show. Again, thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft. All right, now it is time for the Brew Buzz segment. And the Brew Buzz is devoted to discussing all kinds of various beer-related topics. And this week, we are discussing our top five dark ales of 2017. Now, these are dark ales of any style category. This has to be dark. So it's not necessarily stouts and porters. It could be brown ales. It could be Belgian strong ales. It could be anything that is dark. So I'm very curious to see what my co-hosts have rated in their top five dark ales. I'm sorry. Did you say co-hosts as in plural? Yes. Yeah. For this show, we have co-hosts. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying like a permanent. No. No. I'm excited. Don't get excited. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So again, the voicemail. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Leave a voicemail. (laughs) Every voicemail is a vote for Chris to stay on as host as co-host so again just in case you are new to the show and you haven't listened to the previous two shows we're doing a series of segments where we talk about our favorite beers of 2017 in 2016 john and i and chris listed our top 10 beers of 2016 it is very difficult to put all the different styles and beers into one list of top 10 so I thought it'd be fun this year to give us top five lists of different categories. We started off with lagers. We went on to hoppy beers. Now we're into dark ales. Next week, next show, we will be doing our seasonal top five. So again, this episode, we'll be talking about our best dark ales of 2017. So Chris, are you ready to get us started with your top five dark ales of 2017 let's get going let's do it all right so number five uh is coming from perrin brewing their no rules vietnamese porter Mm. uh porter with coconut and turbinado sugar that was uh aged in bourbon barrels um and i think i've talked about this one a few episodes ago yeah this beer is actually 15 percent wow abv uh it is way too easy to drink to be 15% ABV, and it's one that will get you in trouble very quickly. Nice. Um, so that's, but it's so good. Um, and, again, I think, it's, I think it's up in Michigan, too. So another vote for Michigan beer. <laughs> um, number four comes from McKellar. Oh. Their Beer Geek Vanilla Shake. Uh, <laughs> my notes are funny. Uh, their Beer Geek Vanilla Shake Aged in Bourbon Barrels. Um, I got to try this at a bottle share a few months ago, uh, and it was just it was it was a little on the sweeter side, but the vanilla stood out very well. So it was really 
really good. So, uh, so this is the f- wait, wait. This is the first McKellar beer that I've heard of that isn't a IPA or pale ale. Oh, they really? Actually, yeah, they actually make beers that aren't, uh, you know, a hoppy beer. They yeah, do. And I'm, like, I've talked about them on the show before. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, John. You're so I, I. It didn't catch my memory. I, so you've had so John, you've also had McKellar beers that were not hoppy. That were mm-hmm. good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was, Name one. Uh, I think it's a breakfast something breakfast. Um, uh, it's so memorable. You remember it. Um. Want want to make sure I get it right? Okay. Well, yeah, it's a beer geek up. beer geek breakfast because the beer geek sounded familiar. Yeah, it's a beer yeah, geek breakfast. It's, it's a coffee stout. Okay, I believe. So. Okay, they have a lot of different variants of their beer geek. Um, I guess it's an their imperial stout. It would be their beer geek. Okay, I I stand yeah. corrected. You guys are both got one up on me on the McKellar beers because I've only had their hoppy stuff. Well, let me tell you about this third number three beer. Okay. From Cigar City, that is a collab with McKellar. <laughs> okay. Uh, from Cigar City, uh, they put out a beer called Life Is Like. Uh, it was a bourbon barrel aged imperial sweet stout with cacao and cherries. Um, that was in our um, our barrel aged uh, bottle club that Cigar City does called the El Catador Club. That was one of the releases that they did in this last session. Um, number two, coming from Great Notion. Where are they, uh, where are they out from? Man, don't quote me on that. That's out west. It's like Oregon. No, really? Yeah. Great Notion's an Oregon brewery? Damn. I haven't had them yet. Don't quote me on that, but if someone could confirm, that would be great. Yeah, Portland. Uh, so, Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I got to have them then. Yeah, so Great Notions Brewing Double Stack Imperial Stout. Uh, uh, it's an imperial stout brewed with coffee and Vermont maple syrup. Oh, wow. And I got to say, most beers that have maple syrup in them or have a maple flavor is probably one of my favorites if anybody's willing <laughs> to send a beer. Um, <clears throat> and my number one uh, dark ale is, again, from Cigar City, their double barrel Marshall Zukoff. Uh, it was aged in both rum and bourbon barrels, wow. and this was just a this was a big beer. But it was um, I swear it changed with every sip that we had. This it was also from the uh, the El Catador Club uh, that we're part of, and every sip it was like a different flavor. It started to warm up, and it was just dark fruits and and you know spices, and uh, it was. It was fantastic. I mean, I'm sorry I was not able to get more than one bottle of this. Wow. It was it was amazing. So all of your top five beers were like super special beers, and all of them were yeah. rated fives? I'm pretty sure that if they weren't, then I screwed up somewhere. <laughs> okay. Because these were yeah. good. It's Chris's top five hashtag Wells bro <laughs> beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wells, Wells bro. That's what we got here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we're wailing all over the place here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, John, let's go into your list. What do you got on, on your top five? All right. So, uh, starting out number five uh, was, uh, I think my, what I said was my top beer from uh, this year's Cask Fest. 
um, in, in Seattle, which is uh, North Sound Cheeky Monkey, uh, which was, it's a, I think, Imperial Brown uh, oh, nice. base with uh, hazelnut in there that it was really delicious. Um, and there was another beer with hazelnuts there uh, that was kind of competing with it uh, that I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so that, that one clocked in at number five for me. Nice. And then number four, got to go uh, back out to Seattle for Cloudburst. Oh, wow. Um, and their uh, electric body, which is um, like Imperial Stout with coffee. Uh, that's just incredible. Um, and they, they're a tough brewery to nail down anything because they pretty much brew whatever they want, whenever they want. Mm-hmm. And they don't really care if they keep anything on because they they sell it all out anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so it's, it's a nice position to be in as a brewer because it's, yeah, well, I'm feeling this today. Yeah. So, but, uh, it's a fantastic beer. Um, and then, uh, sticking with the coffee theme, we'll go, uh, founders, uh, Sumatra Brown. Nice. Sumatra Mountain Brown. Yeah. I think might actually be the full name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had turned me on to this one and I, I missed it at the store and then I found it at a pizza place uh, <laughs> rat and got a pint and was very happy that I did. So, yeah. um, the, they did a tremendous job with the coffee and that beer. Yes. Um, so, uh, then number two, uh, Prairie artisan ales bomb, bomb. So, uh, which also, uh, has coffee in it, um, by chance, but also chocolate, vanilla and uh ancho chili peppers oh wow and that beer just comes together so well um and i will be trying to get this every year if i can because it's just so good so um so, so it's interesting because i've seen this beer in my area and i never got it because i saw that the chilies were in there how how much chili f- plays into this it, beer it's not an in, it's not like uh really intense heat or okay. anything like that. It just, it's a little bit in the back and it just plays off like the chocolate and coffee kind of character like really well. Okay. So no, pick, definitely pick it up. I, I'll get it next Don't time. be a wuss. Yeah. So. yeah. I won't be a wuss. <laughs> so then, uh, my top beer go back to Fremont, uh, out there in Seattle. Cause it's been a while since I mentioned Fremont. I feel like, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, at least sure one episode. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Lush last time. Yeah, it's too long. It's too long. Um, yeah, it's their uh, Bourbon Barrel Age Dark Star. Um, and this year, uh, it can't be the first time I've had them, all these variants, but it's the first time I had logged, at least. Uh, they're 2015, 2016. Uh, and then an, I also, they had a version with cocoa nibs and hazelnuts at the same uh, cask fest with the cheeky monkey that I mentioned. And uh, every single one of those variants, I had rated a five nice. this year. So it's a beer that I look for, looked forward to every year. Now, uh, unfortunately, won't be able to get it. And uh, unless I have some friends that are willing to pick some up and send them my way, cough, Pete and Amanda, cough. Um, <laughs> but they're not uh, listening. So it, it yeah. just went empty. <laughs> you know, but on the off chance that they pick this episode up, <laughs> I've done my part. So, uh, but no, that, that's been a beer that's treated me well uh, throughout the years. And 
you know, sustained, uh, excellence. So, yeah. And it continued this year. So yeah. Yeah. Dark, dark star is fantastic. And just recently, uh, I've been seeing posts and Twitter, uh, comments and stuff on the B bomb this year has a vanilla. Oh no, a coconut, uh, version and people are people are saying the coconut version is the best b-bomb ever and uh, i need to find that beer if they if they bring the boise because that sounds fantastic i love coconut and if i could get a a big you know bourbon bomb (laughs) beer with uh coconut i'm all for it yeah and they they do some variants of that but i think this might probably i think this is the first year they've done the coconut yeah i don't recall that in the past they they do like a spice wars thing with uh different <clears throat> uh spices in there and then uh they got a couple other versions as well mm. so but no that sounds good yeah all right denny it's time for your uh your top five okay all right I have my top five, plus I'm going to mention at the end a couple noteworthy runners-up because all these beers are five ratings. I had, I think I had 10 five-cap rating dark beers uh, that I had to choose from, 10 or 12, I can't remember. And I had to narrow it down to the top five, and then I had to mention a couple for my honorable mentions, because again, all these are fives and I think they're worthy of people trying them out. So coming in number five is from my buddy, Chris McKenzie during our meetup in Vegas. He brought a bottle of funky Buddha last snow, which is American Porter with coconut and coffee. And I gave that a perfect five. All right. So the funky Buddha last snow is a worthy, beer that anyone should try and i want to thank you chris for uh you know bringing that beer to my attention i really enjoy that a lot and number four we've already heard of this beer yep it's founders sumatra mountain brown imperial porter with coffee john is not mistaken he had it number three i have it number four this beer is fantastic i bought one bottle enjoy it so much i bought a four pack and drank the rest of four back because it was so damn good. And this is a beer that I hope nobody missed out on. I know you can't get it now, but if it comes out next year, go grab a four pack of this beer. It's, it's really good. Number three is a beer that made my top 10 list of 2016, but it's a different coffee brewer. Notice that so far, Three of the top five beers, dark ales, have all been coffee ales. This is no mistake. Epic Son of a Baptist from Blue Copper Coffee. It's American Imperial Stout. Fantastic beer. Perfectly done with the coffee. Not bitter. Accentuates the coffee flavor with the Imperial Porter. Fantastic beer. Um, they're still serving it in the Boise area. If you have, if you're in the Boise area and you have not had this beer, go to the downtown Boise co-op and pick up a four pack of this beer. It's fantastic. And, uh, I recommend everyone trying it. It's great. Number two, 
going into Chris McKenzie's area at Cigar City. And I got this beer thanks to Mr. McKenzie. It's the Hunapu's Imperial Stout. Now notice, this beer was not on Chris's top five list because he is the Wells bro of the podcast where even his top five beers trump the Hunapu Imperial Stout, which is amazing because this is a great beer. I really enjoyed it. Fantastic beer. Big, thick, rich chocolate and coffee flavor. Fantastic beer. If you have an opportunity to try it, you have to try it. Number two on my best beers of 2017. And number one, this is not the typical dark ale beer that you'd expect to be number one on a dark ale list. This is from the Commons Brewery in Portland, Oregon. It's the Little Brother Bourbon Barrel-Aged Belgian Dark Strong Ale. And this is a 2016 version, although I had it during uh, this year. During, uh, I think I had it during... Uh, I don't remember when we had it. We had it at the beginning of the year. And this beer is fantastic. Perfectly done in bourbon barrels. Belgian Dark Strong Ale, which everyone knows is one of my favorite styles. I mean, it's it's got to be one of my favorite styles because when John and I got together to brew beer, we brewed the Loose Cannon, which is of that style, which is which also... Didn't make the list. No, because that was a year before. <laughs> that was 2016, <laughs> not 2017. But uh, again, a fantastic beer that anyone that can get Commons beers in their area, if you can pick up the Little Brother... Uh, I recommend grabbing it. It's a fantastic beer. Well done. Number one on my list. Now, quickly, let me go to my honorable mentions. The first beer, again, all my beers on my top five, five cap ratings. All my beers on my honorable mentions, five cap ratings. These are all fantastic beers. First, from Boise, new brewery opened up just a couple months ago. Clairvoyant Brewing has a brown ale. Fantastic brown ale done really well great malt flavor easy drinking not too heavy not an american brown where you have that high bitter it's you know it's got a a, a good balance between that malt and hop but still accentuates the malt flavor that roasty toasty malt flavor fantastic brown ale from clairvoyant um, Oscar Blue's Death by Coconut, the 2017 version, fantastic. Well done. Always a top five beer in my list, although it kind of shrunk down into top ten because uh, I had some ones I rated a little bit higher. But if you can get Death by Coconut, it's a fantastic coconut chocolate porter. Imperial. I'm assuming you didn't find the rum version or no. didn't spray it. Nope. I have not found the rum version yet. Um, if I told you, John, if I find it, I will buy it and I will drink it and I will make sure that you, you know, yeah, I'll live vicariously you, through yeah, you. Yeah, through me because I'm not going to send you half of it. Um, but <laughs> but the, actually, the Death by Coconut is actually an imperial stout with, uh, again, coconut and chocolate. Fantastic. And the last honorable mention is not a beer from this year, but a beer I had this year. And it's the the Shoots Black Butte Anniversary Imperial Porter, the 
27th anniversary. And this beer is probably my favorite of the anniversary black beet porters yet. Big, huge chocolate flavor in this beer. It was just incredibly delicious. And it, I, you know, I wanted to have it on my top five, but because it was a, you know, a beer that actually came out the year before and I didn't have it until this year, I went ahead and rated it in my honorable mention. So if you can find the 27th anniversary Black Butte Porter, I recommend you grab that beer and try it right now. It's perfect right now. Really good beer. All right. So that is our top five beer, Dark Ales of 2017. If you guys out there have top five Dark Ales, top five Hoppy Ales, top five Lagers, top five Seasonal Ales, write into us and let us know what your top five ales or lagers or dark ales or seasonal ales are we'd love to hear your feedback and again next episode will be our last segment where we we be doing seasonal ales our top five seasonal ales that could be spring summer fall you know pumpkin winter whatever it's anything that's seasonally released can be on that list of top five seasonal releases Okay, well, guess what? We have all voted to get rid of the article for this week, so no malt article for you. Um, Next week, or next episode, I think we're going to bring on two articles, because we'll have time, because we got rid of all these articles. Um, The Brewers Association has released the... uh, you know, some recommendations for winter and Christmas ales. I think we should go ahead and talk about those because now is the time for Christmas and winter ales. Why not have a seasonal top five list along with some seasonal beer offerings? So we'll maybe add those articles for next show, but we're going to go ahead and move right into our, uh, the, the, you know, the part of the show where we can raise a glass to some people we want to raise a glass to. So Chris, why don't you go ahead and raise a, you know, raise a glass to someone you want to raise a glass to. <laughs> Mostly I'm sitting here laughing at John while we're going through these notes. Um, so I'd love to raise a glass to you guys uh, again for having me on the show for the last couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because of what John's typing and highlighting on our notes here. <laughs> it's explicit. I can't read it. Okay. Um, Um, but cheers to you guys Uh, cheers to everybody who's been leaving uh, voicemails for us those are awesome we love to hear those Um, and and, uh, cheers to everybody who's been leaving uh, top five lists because we want to see what you guys are drinking we want to see what you guys uh, are enjoying out there in uh, in your craft beer adventures and uh, keep sending them in to us for sure uh, anyone you'd like to raise a glass to John yeah I gotta gotta raise a glass to my wife Kristen for rocking the advent calendar with everything we got going on this year. So, uh, something I look forward to every year and it's awesome that she puts together and tries to find a whole bunch of stuff that I've never had before. So cheers to Kristen. She's a keeper. Mm -hmm. So how about you, Denny? Well, you know, I have to raise a glass to Kristen also because, Hey, she is a keeper and during all this transition in your guys' life, redoing your house that you're trying to move into, 
be doing a brewery, working full time, and she still had the time to make you an advent calendar. Hey, cheers to Kristen. She is a keeper. And uh, enjoy your advent beers, John. You deserve it for sure. I also want to raise a glass to my buddy John Zerse, Zarzure, or however you say your name. I'm a little bit intoxicated right now, so I apologize, John, if I totally butchered your name. <laughs> but I enjoyed our time together, and I, I hope that next time you come into the Boise area, we are able to sit down and drink some more and enjoy good conversation and good beer. Cheers to you. And, of course... I just want to raise my glass to all the servicemen and women out there who are protecting and serving to protect our freedoms. And uh, cheers to you. Uh, return safely home to your family soon. And we want to raise a glass to Hopcloth uh, Apparel for partnering up with us. And I encourage our listeners to go visit their site at www.hopcloth.com and check out their creative craft beer clothing. Use the word tap the craft, all one word, at checkout to get free shipping. All right. Thank you, Chris. And you can find the beers and the links to the articles mentioned on the show in the show notes located on the show post at openforumradio.com. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be followed on Twitter, Instagram, and untapped at loose grew. And John, how can I listen to follow you? On Twitter at Prime Brewing Untapped Prime W A, and you can follow Trek Brewing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Trek Brewing, or visit us, visit us online trekbrew.com. Beer's getting to me too. <laughs> All right, uh, All and right. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a kind of a beer heavy episode. Um, so you guys can follow me on Twitter at Chris underscore McKenzie 82 uh, or untapped and Instagram at MCK one, three, four, five. And as always, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tap the craft. Excellent. Thank you guys. All right. It's last call. It's time to bring the show to a close. We want to thank all of you for downloading and listening to the show. We, ask you to please tell a friend about Tap the Craft. And of course, subscribe on all the different podcast medium out there. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Podbeam, or however you listen to podcasts. And as a reminder, we release a new show every two weeks. Now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Russ is real. Russ is real. Yeah, I've got about, uh, I don't know, seven beers in me right now, so I'm feeling pretty good. Should be a great show. Sweet. And I just cracked a new one open, the Jubilee, because I didn't want to drink anything memorable because I'm not going to remember what happens after this. (laughs) I've got a new mic. Do I sound sexier? That's what it was, yeah. I can barely control myself now. Okay. Yeah, I want everyone just to cream in their pants when they hear me. Can't do that if my pants are off. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be one of those episodes, isn't it? And Gracie and St. Bernard. And Gracie. I feel like they're just doing maintenance on the helicopter, but you're getting ready to go up. (laughs) She's like the size of a helicopter. Pre-flight checklist here. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
Actually, yeah, Chris, you are sounding like you're you're uh, got it's getting some, worse. Yeah, <laughs> is it really? Yeah, yeah, you were fine for a minute, and then all of a sudden it started getting. <laughs> I'm muting myself. Hang on. Oh yeah, that's that sounds stuff. much better. Hey, John. Let's, let's, now we can start the let's show. Start. Let's start. <laughs> Actually, Chris, I just bought a new microphone. So guess what? You're gonna mail me your old one. I'm gonna mail you my old microphone. Yes. And uh, then you'll have some quality quality sound. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. He just needs you to send some beer in return. <laughs> he'll, he'll send you the list. After I the need show. some angry chair. And I think some... we can do that. <laughs> I tell you what. You said I have a bottle of angry chairs, uh, Russian imperial stout in my fridge. You send me a microphone. I'll send that out to you. All right. I've got Son it. of a bitch. I've got it right got, here. I've got I'm it right here. I'm sending my microphone and retiring from podcasting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, John, John, you can send me $600 and I'll send you a <laughs> bottle of this beer. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Chris, hopefully your mic is behaving and you can talk about some noteworthy beers you've had since our last recording. Chris? Chris. He unmuted. He was unmuted. Okay, now you're muted. Now he's muted again. Unmuted. Talk. No words. You look great, though. You look sexy. He, he spoke to you, which means you can speak. That was the, that was the rule. <laughs> what happened, Chris? What happened? This, is, this was going so well, and it all of a sudden went haywire. How fast can you ship that mic? Yes. Before I the show's it. end, or no? <laughs> I might need to ship it this week so that uh, he's ready for next show. Chris, we can't hear you. We see you're unmuted. Your mic is not recording. Uh, do you want to start with yours and we'll see if we can get Chris in? Okay. It was... Uh... <laughs> 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 Come on, John. You're making me laugh. You can't, through, you can't make me... Uh... 2017 or... <laughs> Just this year in the dark beer category. So, okay, in that well, category. Well, There's John, not a category for dark beer. But you, we made one for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but but John, you didn't have any honorable mentions, and I actually have honorable mentions. So I, of course, you, you do. Yeah. yeah, I I counted eight in my top five. I rolled three into the number one. Okay, right, you know I don't want to hear it. I don't okay. hear it. You did. You. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it has. Uh, don't die. Oh, hold on. I need a drink. I'm still getting over my uh, head and chest cold from last time we recorded. <laughs> ah. <Jeez>. Ah. <coughs> it's a great... Where's that, where's that mute don't, button? don't force me to have Chris <laughs> in, on the show just because you, you don't live anymore, all right? <laughs> John, it's you and Chris. Carry on oh, without me. Geez. I'm gonna it's been forward, a fun ride, guys. I'm gonna forward the, the, the voicemail line to you, so it's on your uh, Gmail. It's uh, all you. <laughs> all right. Stupid dogs. I tell no, you, they're good. Yeah, yeah they no, they're not. They're, they're annoying. They're fine. They're fine. Oh, all right. I don't know if I'm up for this co- article. You guys, I think we should just get rid of this stupid article. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's like the third time. Okay, we've been trying to do this. What do you think, John? Get rid of the article. 
Yeah, I'm fine with it. I I think it's a dumb article anyway. Okay, okay. No, mostly because it's one of those studies that we tested that if you change something, you can taste it. Yeah. Yeah, I would expect that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm getting rid of it then. Yeah, maybe I've drank one too many beers tonight. Oh, bullshit. No such thing. I, I'm looking at the notes, and my eyes are seeing a bunch of weird patterns, not words. So maybe I've overdone it. But I can just I can do it from memory, right? That's just a losing attitude. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. you. you. Keep going. Okay. And I want to raise a glass to Hopcloth. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do the Hopcloth? Uh, I'll, I'll take care okay, of it. Okay, thanks, Chris. <laughs>